Hello and welcome to another episode of Bored and Sober. I'm Zach. I'm Sid and I'm being held hostage by the coronavirus as the co-host of this podcast. Yeah, believe me, I'd love to have anyone else here with me at this point. (laughs) Not for the podcast, you're good on that. I mean, just to live with, you know what I mean? I wish you had anyone else to talk to about food <laughs> or just to eat with you. So That'd be great. Yeah. I do have a couple of eating buddies that I'm like, I can't do this with Sydney. Yeah. Will you eat with me? <laughs> and, and, and then also you have sex with them. You're like, I can't do this with Sydney. Yeah, with Ash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, I'm like, I do have eaten buddies. I just named my one other friend. <laughs> um, uh, Ralphie's on the table, so everything's right in the world. Ralphie is a dog. If this is for some reason the first time you're tuning in. Yeah. Um, had my sister here for Thanksgiving. Uh, was a, a surprise and was able to go eat some stuff with her. Your sister doesn't eat very much either. I think you were disappointed. I was. Zach made it out to be like, oh, my sister just like eats like Taco Bell and whatever. And his, She does. Yeah. Well, yeah, but his sister's a little wisp of a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, this fucking bitch is just out here eating Taco Bell, grubbing. Da- and, and what I discovered after s- spending some time with her is that she eats like half a burrito and she's good for the next 24 hours. Yeah, I actually even thought – because she's told me her orders before at Taco Bell. I'm like – I mean, I've spent $20 and over at there and like Del Taco, but it's usually like, oh, wow. Yeah. I really went hard. <laughs> I didn't even get a drink. <laughs> I spent <laughs> 20 bucks here. How did that happen? But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, she would tell me these crazy orders. So I was like, all right, we're going to go hard Rub as down. fuck. And um, yeah, man. Yeah, she really didn't eat much. We picked her up on Thanksgiving and like she told me in advance she's like i'm gonna want some filibertos if you're not from arizona you won't get it but it's a it's, if you know you know if you know man. you know no it's just this like mexican chain around here but that's called filibertos but then there's a bunch of other ones like aribertos polibertos rolibertos there's oh, julio bertos julio bertos and then there's ramiro's which is not a Bertos, but I mean, if if you did a taste test, it's the same yeah. shit. But she's like, yeah, I'm going to want something like that before we have like our Thanksgiving meal. And this is the first Thanksgiving. Because of COVID, I didn't have to go do family stuff, yeah. really. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'll just make my green bean casserole. We picked you up a vegan meal from Wild Ass, which is a good vegan joint out here. And uh, so I was like, I had stuff ready to make. But I was just waiting for my sister to get hungry again because she had like half of a bean and cheese burrito. And I was already full because I'm just snacking on stuff. And mm. she just like never got hungry again. She's, I was like, all right, you want me to throw this in and, and cook this? She's like, no. And I'm like, it's fucking 8 o'clock. She's like, are you hungry? I go, no, but it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> like we're supposed to eat until we hate ourselves. And I had ordered a bunch of ice cream from Jenny's. Um, it lasted not very long. I gave some away. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a whole thing. So like I, I ordered four, 
because that's a minimum. Four you, pints. Four pints. That that's a minimum you have to order uh, for them to deliver it to you, and it's just all their seasonal stuff. And then like, they're like, uh, yeah, it's gonna arrive this the day that it's supposed to, but it's it might be melted. So if we can't intercept that order, we're also sending another order. Uh, that is going to be fine. It's not going to be melted. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do I give a shit? I'll just drink the other four if they're yeah. melted. And so they got there. They were fine. All the pints were fine and frozen. And so I just had eight pints of ice cream. Well, and they had given you the option to put like a note in it as a gift, like yeah, a yeah, gift yeah. note. And so you had them write a card that says, happy Thanksgiving, fat ass. Lard ass. Lard ass. Yeah. And so you got to it's have- a call back to stand by me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so you got two orders of four pints each, yes. each with a sign that said, happy Thanksgiving. So I Lard gave ass. those cards to uh, some friends because I, I didn't eat all those pints he, by myself. I tried to give a couple of them. He though. gave them to um, his fat friends because Zach fat shames people. And yeah. he's just asking to be canceled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, two very thin people. My older sister, yeah, and uh, Ash, who's my uh, mm. my fellow uh, sweet tooth brother. Yeah, yeah, little Lord Fauntleroy himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Zach's That's him. friend Ash just he kind of rem- like if I were uh, if I worked in central casting, I would cast him probably in his younger days as a prep school kid. And then an Ivy League kid, and then I would like currently cast him as like a guy at like a country club or like a golfer. He just has a fucking quality about him, and uh, I described it to Zach as uh, he has little a Lord Fauntleroy. Uh, yeah, he's a little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> quality. Yeah, I was like, what? And then so Zach had to look up what a little. Yeah, Lord I'd Fauntleroy never heard it was. since then. I've heard it yeah. a thousand times, like yeah. on podcasts and stuff. So I'm glad I know what that means now. That's mm. why when someone says something that you don't know, just yeah. fucking ask them. The more you know. Yeah. But yeah, so I, if you Google Little Lord Fauntleroy, it's a good time. Yeah, I, like, it's a, it's just a good scroll time. image search. And you'll know exactly what Zach's only friend looks <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, yeah, dead ringer. It's like, dude, he <laughs> fucking looks nothing like him at all. Yeah, he's looked like a normal dude. So uh, he does these vanity plates that are like... Um, It'll just say, like, so underneath it'll say, it shouldn't hurt to be a child. But but, then, but, well, okay, well, explain to people, because not every state does these. Oh, They're okay. like fundraiser plates. Yeah, right. So there's your standard state of Arizona license plate, or you can get the, um, uh, the like, child abuse charity, and they charge you, like, an extra 50 bucks a year. It's different colors or whatever, uh-huh. and it benefits that charity. And Or you can do Arizona Diamondbacks or Cardinals or right, right. police, support the police if, if you want to drive drunk. I but I, don't I guess. Know. I don't but think yeah, they you, do it everywhere. You might be right. But, um, you, but, yeah, we have 50 fucking choices here. I think even more because I told him, I was like, dude, that makes me want to do it too. He goes, please. He goes, there's – so many options. I go, but I don't want to drive around with the kind of shit that you do. So he did one that was like, uh, yeah, underneath it says it shouldn't hurt to be a child, but then the license plate just says beating. And then one of them was like about, um, uh, 
for something for fallen officers, and mm. the license plate just says "Get up." <laughs> and, uh, and he had another one that was for firefighters, and it just said arson. But he can't do it in his Tesla because they make you get a certain license plate designed for that. Yeah, so it's like it's the eco-friendly yeah. one. I saw one on a Tesla that was FSTN. Okay, FSTNG. R-N, which obviously was supposed to mean fast and green. Right. But I saw it and I read fisting R-N. <laughs> Hello, nurse. She might have meant it that way. Yeah. I, that's how I always read them. Like whatever the worst is. Same. I, I'm a sphincter. Yeah. Barely know her. <laughs> Wrecked him. <laughs> Barely knew him. Or wait. No, right. he wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So his new one. So anyway, because he ever since he's had a Tesla, he's been getting uh, his other car that his wife drives. He's been getting like crazier and crazier license uh-huh. plates. And then she has to drive around in it. And she's like, oh, God damn it. So you got a new one that is uh, the, for the Boy Scouts of America. And the license plate says Nambla. And I was like, that's maybe you might get a response that you don't want. <laughs> Listen, if some dude, like, I'm not trying to call out their situation. I don't sure. know their life. But if some dude wants to pay for my car and car insurance, He'll they can put what, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a car today in the parking lot outside of my work that had like anime, like naked chick, like porn stickers all over it. Uh-huh. And if someone else is paying for me to drive a new-ish car, yeah, cover it with porn. I don't give a fuck. Do I? I get to drive a car that runs, and someone else pays for it. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if I did do one of those plates, I'd do it on my truck, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be yours eventually when your car finally dies. Or, yeah, or maybe it'll it'll outlive us both. Well, it will because no one fucking drives it. No, I'm talking about your car. Oh, oh our, yeah, yeah, my that, car, yeah, my yeah, having um, uh, some vanity plates for my truck. But anyway. no, I'm gonna sell my car eventually because I'm getting a van, but that's down the road. But anyway, so um, yeah, we had a. I feel like an all right Thanksgiving. I was just happy that you got to finally meet my sister. I got to meet your sister. I didn't have to work, which is the first Thanksgiving, and I don't know how in like four or five years I haven't had to work. So that was nice. And you've had to work every day since. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why that was the last day I had off. Yeah. I have a lot of fun. Right. But I haven't slept in two days, so. Not not asking people to feel sorry for me. I'm just asking them clearly to buy me a car so I don't have to work all the time. Yeah, please buy my girlfriend a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll show you my titties. <laughs> Lord knows I don't show Zach. Well, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but I don't, all, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> he doesn't enjoy it. All he has to do to see my titties is direct his gaze downward because, you know, they're wearing a hangers. So they're wearing a hangers, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what'd you think of my sister? <laughs> She's a bird. She's a bird. Yeah, your sister's nice. You know, what's weird is, so I went over to her friend's house to pick her up one night, mm-hmm. and I guess they were all like, they'd heard so much about me. Like, I knew some of her friends, mm-hmm. but the other, 
another like couple. They're like, oh, we can't wait to meet your brother. They like love my sister. Yeah. And I was just, I don't know, legend at this point or something. Who knows what my sisters told them. But uh, I guess after I left, and I got along with them. Yeah. But I guess after I left, they were telling my sister like, yeah, we didn't expect him to be like that. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, we thought he'd be more like you, you know? I was like, were they disappointed or? (laughs) I think most people are disappointed when they get to know me because descriptors of people who know me well or whatever are more exciting than like the product that's just like a person who works all the time. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, she has pink hair and she raps about dicks or whatever. And then when I meet people, I'm like, hey, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, yeah. It is, um, it is disappointing. I'm a disappointment, really, to a lot of people, except myself, and that's all that matters. And this dog, because he loves me. And that's why I have dogs, so that someone appreciates me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at so. least somebody. So, uh, yeah, it's been hard, and that's a big reason why I haven't been so on top of the podcast is because, yeah, you haven't been home a lot, so we've just nope. been sort of... Uh, yeah, we were busy with, uh, with work and then preparation for your sister to come and Thanksgiving and all that, and then um, I've been working nonstop since, which is, like, you know, great. Is that is your horse sister calling us right now? Yeah. She's like, oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah, that's, that's her. <laughs> she just calls and says, oh, my gosh, and then hangs up. Yeah. I'm like, I'll call you back. <laughs> we'll discuss it at length. <laughs> what do you tell the fucking bum who lives in a dumpster about it? Yeah. He's um, all my dwelling, and she's like, my gosh. Have we gone over that? I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Zach's sister's still at war with a guy who lives in a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the long I, and short I, of it. Uh, yeah, that is the long and short of it. Um Hey, baby. What? Um, careful. Every time you put your arm on the table, it's picking up the rattling of our mic okay. stands. Of our very expensive mic stands. Okay. I'll just sit back like yeah. this. I forgot how to pod, guys. Yeah, uh, he's rusty. Okay. So should we talk about some of uh, our, as the year's coming to a close, should we talk about some of our favorite, uh, I don't know, memory? I shows or movies that we've seen well, a lot of them we've already podcasted about my favorite thing that we watched this year is probably murder on the body which you can listen to our podcast about right. and i think because i've recommended that the most to people um and then the nexium murder in the bayou i think but i always say on the bayou too murder in the bayou yeah and then I seduced i enjoyed nexium. seduced and um, uh, how about you? I guess yeah. Friday Night Lights that was new to me, so whatever. Oh, what God, about you're gross. What about Banshee? No. <laughs> Shut up. You watched the fact that you watched all four seasons tells me you liked it on some level, or you would have. What am I off. supposed to do? I'm being held hostage. No, because I tried to force you to watch Game of Thrones, and I just got the hint. I was like, oh, she's she doesn't like it, so. Yeah, I didn't dislike it as much as I disliked Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was, like, upsetting to watch. I couldn't stomach it. Yeah. Banshee, uh, for the most part, I could stomach. Uh, oh, you like Pea Valley. Oh, yeah, Pea so Valley I'm... is the best thing I've watched all year. Um, <laughs> fuck off. I uh, So she loved Pea Valley so much. 
and I could tell she wanted me to see it really bad. So I watched it with her, and I did enjoy it, and I will be tuning into the second season if and when. Well, they are going to renewing, so who knows when they get around to it, though. Um, And uh, you said they're going to be covering, like, COVID Yeah, stuff? you sent me an article. I didn't read it, though. Oh, yeah. Zach doesn't know how to read. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next season, they're actually going to be tackling how these women who are strippers uh, make money in the era of COVID. So we'll see what direction that takes. But I started listening to this podcast called the P-Valley Podcast um, where this woman recaps the episodes and I think she's really funny and she does really funny reenactments like with herself. Yeah, she does both sides of the dialogue and I I think she's great. So um, I left a positive review on iTunes as you should because (sighs) – listen, people who sit in their garages alone and record – need a little encouragement time to time, <laughs> especially to balance out if you get a bad review. So I left a positive review just being like, you know, because basically I love the show and I can't get enough of it. So I was happy someone's doing a podcast about it and and doing a good podcast about it. So I left a positive review and I got a shout out on the, her podcast. I almost died. It was wonderful. Yeah. And it was the first episode I was listening to. We were like going to bed and I Mm -hmm. turned it on and right away she was like, thank you so much to Sydney. And you were like, oh my God, that's me. Which is kind of like when we were listening to 90 Day Gaze yeah, and one of the guys was talking about me and he was like, that Zach Beard is so hot. Whatever his last name is, he is hot. Oh my God. And I'm sitting here, I was like doing P90X in the living room and Sydney's just like on the computer or something. I was like, they're talking about how hot I am, baby. (laughs) And I just, I look at him flexing his muscles and I go, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's like, it's the only kind of appreciation I get because it doesn't come from you or any other women. So I'll take it from a gay guy. I was Uh, really, it actually means, it means more because gay men are, I think more shallow than women. Women care about the content of your character. Um, and gay men are just like, okay, would I hit it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but they are still a, a man at the end of the day. So, and one thing about men is they will fuck anything. But I think as far as, um, doling out compliments, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was, I was flattered yeah. either way, but, uh. It's like when, uh, if, if a woman says something positive about my parents, it means more. Cause men, I'm like, yeah, of course you're saying something nice. Like. You want to fuck me. Right. And I get it. I want to fuck me too. I understand. But like I, yeah. it means nothing. Your your words mean nothing to me, sir. Right. That's why I don't give you compliments. Zach doesn't like me very much. Oh, that's not true. Zach likes me just fine. Um, But uh, yeah, so P-value is good. But I think we – so uh, similar to her with P-value, I watched – queen's gambit by oh, myself that's right. and i loved it so much that i was like this seems up sydney's alley so i was like we have to watch this or sydney has to see this so i watched it like maybe two days a, later. yeah like a week or two after i had already seen it it uh, was like i feel like it was the same week i could be wrong it was a little bit later it was immediately after i wanted to watch it again yeah. with you but it was a little later but uh 
Yeah, and- it's um, Queen's Gambit is a show um, directed by Wes Anderson <laughs> in which he um, takes on – basically, it's like if Wes Anderson remade Mad Men, but it was about chess – um, and basically, it's about the perils of being an autistic orphan, and um, it's about how like uh, people with autism are rude, but um, people put if, up with it. Well, yeah, if they have a skill set or are attractive, people will be supportive of them, anyways. Because um, the the chess lady had no manners; she was not nice to anyone. No. If you go through, so, yeah, Scheibel, the guy who taught her chess, who she supposedly, like, loved so much, he loaned her $10, or no, $5, and she said she was going to pay him back 10 She gave him nothing. Yeah, so she needed to borrow money to enter her first ever chess competition, and so she wrote him this letter, like, if I win, I'll pay you back, whatever. And not she- only did she win that tournament, she won, like, so many. Yeah, she, well, it became her career, but, like, you know, if there's one thing people with autism tend to be good at, it's remembering things and she did not remember to pay him back or just it slipped her mind because she was so off on her high horse of success so she never paid this poor janitor back his fucking money and then she like never like dropped by to say hi or thank you or anything for giving her a fucking life like her whole life she owed to him and he fuck. She never saw him again after she got adopted and left the orphanage and started a career. She, the, she like pops up at his funeral like, oh no, right. Should have given him ten dollars, I guess. Uh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Fucking manners, lady. And then treats every dude in the show like shit. And they're so nice to her. Yeah. And honestly, the one guy that I didn't think was hot in the beginning, the guy who thought he was Crocodile Dundee or whatever, he was, like, weird in a way that I think is really hot. Like, Uh you know, like, sometimes someone's so weird you want to fuck them. And um, he was that, and she was real rude to him, even though he helped her um, get over the hurdle to, like, the next level of her career. And I think they kind of got each other because, like – she was like, oh, Jimmy could never love anybody more than he loves himself. I was like, you don't love anybody more than you love yourself. It sounds like a match made in fucking heaven. Yeah, you would think. You twat. Yeah. Um, but you liked it, though? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I To me, I was like, this show is, is top notch. I think it was really good visually. Yeah, it was good. Great soundtrack. The actress who played her adopted mom was a Amazing. fantastic actress. Uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, she was great. She was funny, too. Um, my buddy posted something on Facebook that was like, he's like, so I started Queen's Gambit and I feel like something I need to work into my, or he was like, I'm going to start saying, uh, I need to replenish my tranquility. (laughs) Do you remember she said that? She was like, can you grab my pills? I need to replenish my tranquility. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, like, yeah, I'm going to start saying that from now on. It took place in the 50s and 60s when any woman who showed any errant behavior was put on, um, tran- you know, barbiturates or tranquilizers or whatever. And so, like, everyone in this fucking show is strung out on um, 
Yeah, I, w- I wish I'd get prescribed those. Um, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, this is about sobriety. Yeah. I forget you that. You fucking drug addict. It's. The, the He's just sh- watching salivating at pills they don't even manufacture anymore. Well, they you don't. Go, oh, really- they come in a big jar, baby. Look at the big <laughs> jar. Yeah. Um, oh, they don't give that to people anymore. They realize it made their dicks fall off. He's like, oh, but I bet it was fun until it did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that show's amazing. Watch it if you. Uh, haven't even mm-hmm. though we may have spoiled some of it for you. Um, not really. I don't think, feel like we gave away any. We gave away that she gets adopted and she has a career in chess, but like that. Right. Not. I think you can gather that from the trailer. Yeah, it is um fairly predictable, but I don't mind. It's um tonally, I love it. It's mm-hmm. got a couple laughs, some heartbreak. You know, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll not yeah, not a lot of laughs, yeah, yeah. not a lot of laughs, but uh, it, it it's got all range of emotions in in that show. Yeah, there's a bunch that I've seen that you haven't, but I'm not going to talk about those. I guess uh, Onward we liked, right? We liked Onward. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey we loved, which I guess a lot of people didn't, but I thought it was great. Well, it's sad looking in like. The uh, like I've been looking up best of 2020 lists, mm-hmm. and I'm just like either I don't know these movies like they're artsy fartsy independent mm-hmm. films or or they're just not good. I've started to knock out some of them, and yeah, they're just not very good. I watched The Sound of Metal was pretty good. I I liked that. All right. Um, yeah, there's a few other ones. Maybe I'll I'll cover in another podcast, but I'll do I'll do it in 2023. Talk about yeah, the best when there's movies something of 2020. To talk about. <laughs> I, listen, I am so because we've been mostly watching movie like older movies and stuff because I just want to remember a simpler time. Plus, we've been watching a lot of Rock of Love and Daisy of Love for that podcast. Uh, Shade which, Palace, yeah, Shade Palace, our reality TV podcast, and I've reached a next level in avoidance of present times, which is that I'm listening to a podcast where two old ladies recap episodes of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And I haven't even seen the Brady Bunch in like well over a decade. And I'm just like, take me back. Take me back to the before times. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I had started a podcast called the Gilmore guys about you know, they these two guys, straight guys, I think, who watch Gilmore Girls and mm-hmm. talk about it. I've never seen the show. Yeah. And I'm like, but they were on Doughboys or something. I was like, oh, these guys are funny. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, and then I tried to watch I wanted to like the show just so I could listen yeah. to the podcast and but I tried to watch the show and I was just like, it's not for me. It's not meant for me, frankly. But yeah, I've never seen it, never Wanted to see it. Um, Pretty Bunch, though, I, I've been wanting to rewatch because um, the costume design yeah. um, is mostly why I've wanted to rewatch it, and I just haven't had time. So now I'm just listening to these two ladies talk about it. And then, you know, they they were kids when it came out, so they're talking about the technology and stuff and, like, the sexism and... And uh, like they've read biographies by anyone related to the show. It's called Groovy Tube, is what I'm listening to. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's just like it's getting so 
like, um, like meta in a sense. Well, like because people are doing podcasts about everything, I feel like it's a matter of time before people are doing podcasts about podcasts. Yeah. Well, um, comedian Mike Kaplan uh, has been doing that for years. I don't know if he still does it because I haven't listened to his show in I a while. I figured there was probably already at least one. Well, know. this is what he does is he has a guest on. They record a podcast. I think it's 45 minutes. It's like 30 or 45 minutes. And then immediately when they're done recording, him and the guest do a five-minute recreation of that podcast <laughs> that they just recorded. I like that. yeah. So in five minutes, they improv like kind of like what – yeah, they recreate it, but hit the high notes. Um, so it's really funny. Yeah, I like Mike Kaplan. I didn't know he had a podcast doing that, though. I was like, yeah, that's what we should do. It's just all you need is one podcast, and then you recap that, mm-hmm. and then you do another one of that, and it just keeps going and keeps going. Yeah. Um, so are uh, you happy that the year is almost over, and do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter that the year is almost over. These people are like, oh, 2020, finally it's over. Right, right. And like you do realize that each day is a slight variation of the reality that existed the day before. Yeah. Kind of like how my outfits, if you see me like once a month, you'll be like, oh, wow, that's an interesting outfit. But if you see me every day, it's like the shirt changes, the shoe changes, but it like evolves over time. It's not drastically different from one day to the next. Uh, and, and that is how, that is how time is. So no, and I don't do new year's resolutions. Do you? No. Um, every day I just try to be a little bit less of a piece of shit, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I, that's a good one. today or tomorrow. Um, I, it's just always been that whatever positive changes in my life seem to happen in October. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, when I, started like working out um like more habitually and and got into fitness and it was like a year later in October when I quit drinking and um and when I quit smoking I still fucking vape but uh yeah I, I quit smoking cigarettes uh in October so yeah like I don't know why, but I don't plan on doing it like in October. And did, it, did did you want to mention that we met in October, or is that not a positive? Yeah, change so in I your quit. Um, uh, well, that wasn't. I wasn't quitting anything, you know. You said whatever positive changes in my life take place in October. Yeah, I guess that counts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes. the nice thing is this past October, Zach became HIV positive. There you and go. And that was a change. That was the um, one for 2020. Yeah, yeah, as a result of his intravenous drug use. So, right. um, so he's he's staying positive uh, because it's incurable <laughs> currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better than COVID. Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, one of my customers was telling me he had COVID. For like five weeks, he was sick. He was in the hospital for like a week of it. But um, he said at one point he was awake for four days straight because he had to consciously breathe. So he was scared to fall asleep. And he had his girlfriend dropping groceries off. Um, like she, he lives in a three-floor, three-story townhome, and she dropped the groceries off in the garage. 
and he was like wouldn't let her in the house but he's like my bedroom's on the top floor so I'd have to like walk down one flight of stairs and I'd have to stay in the middle floor for like four hours to kind of recover my strength to go down the next flight of stairs so that I could get the groceries and he's like so it would be like a 12 hour ordeal just to go from my bedroom to downstairs to get Jesus. food. Yeah, he was like, he's like, these people who are like super casual about it. Like he's sitting in his own cubicle at my bar, like, and he's already had it. Yeah. And I was like, how do you think you got it? And he's like, I was like super safe, wearing my mask everywhere, like not going out to eat, not going to bars, nothing. And he is a contractor and he said, he had some restaurants. This is what he speculates how he got it. He's like, we were, we had some restaurants that were closed because they had employee COVID outbreaks. So they'd call me and be like, hey, let's do this work while the restaurants closed. And he's like, honestly, I think he thinks he got it from like touch surfaces, which they say you can't really get it from. It's not a big enough viral load. Uh But he's like, I don't know. It's because I was in these spaces working after they had staff outbreaks. But anyways, he made it sound fucking miserable. And he's like a, I don't know, I would say early 40s dude, like healthy, whatever. Um, But yeah, he made it sound fucking terrible. Uh, Because everyone else I know who's had it has been like, yeah, it fucking sucked, but here I am. And rock me like a hurricane. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but hey, Trump just swears that, oh, it's no big deal, right? Yeah, Giuliani's in the hospital with it now, I think. But didn't he afterwards, wasn't he like, oh, yeah, it's not a big thing? Well, what he said was... That even if he dies or something, like, he would rather that than have lived, like, the last of his days in fear or something. You know, something something uh, very uh, far-right sounding. Yeah, and it's not like he's been looking unhinged or anything in the news. No, not like it's he's not been dripping. Like, f- right after there face. was the Borat scene, which... Who knows how yeah. real, you know, how, how that actually went down. Um, I'm I'm sure it was edited a little bit to make him look. Yeah, well, it he, didn't look good. Listen, the man cleaned up Times Square. Can you believe it? Yeah, let's get him out here. Yeah, hey, actually, I don't you mind know him what? dripping all over Glendale. He can drip whatever fucking sauce is coming off him, whatever sort of ponzu <laughs> sauce is <he's> flicking <laughs> off his fucking head. As long as these homeless people are not dripping all over. Yeah, clean. It's it. just a different sludge. Just clear. Phoenix is looking like fucking LA. It's well. It's not that bad, but it's pretty bad. Cause it's from pretty fucking bad. Where I get off the freeway to where I go to work, which is like a three mile stretch, I pass at least two dozen homeless people and there's tents and stuff like there's a little like tent city along the canal it's a fucking disaster it is yeah um we should build a wall around them yeah that's the funny thing is they're like (laughs) we need to build a wall to keep out immigrants and i'm like uh how about you build some walls and form a house to put these fucking people who don't have homes in how about that you're so into building things how about you build a home for these homeless people yeah and if they want to do exactly what the fuck they're doing right now which is like drinking beer and having a bunch of unvaccinated dogs Uh 
at least they're doing it inside so they're not dying of heat stroke in front of all of us, in front of the taxpayers. You know what I mean? It's, uh, what is that old phrase or with like, it's from like, uh, and they're like, oh, women are being, are to be seen and not children. Heard. Children. Women. Well, wasn't that from like, it was children should be okay, seen okay. and not children heard, you should fucking be. <laughs> sexist turd. Well, I wasn't saying that I believed it. But anyway, homeless people should be neither seen nor heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Give them a home. And also put some put you know some indoor plumbing and some shower facilities in it. And they might use it. They might not. We don't know. But give them the option. I'll you know what accept I mean? hate mail at this point just for some sort of like response. Uh, Sydney, you got some uh, some hate, didn't you? I got a negative review on iTunes. That's we, still hate mail, yeah. I call it. Yeah. Yeah, someone was like basically saying that I've confabulated my life experience because I think they assumed that I was in my early 20s, so I couldn't possibly have had the experiences that I've had and that I was lying about having a chronic illness or being a victim of sexual assault. Yeah. And they were like, true victims don't speak about these things. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyone who wants to, number one, deal with their trauma will fucking talk about it. And number two, anyone who wants to help prevent that trauma from happening to other people will talk about it. You stupid fucking bitch. Yeah, and she seems so certain for someone like that. I mean, doesn't she know that she doesn't know? Like, you actually don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just sitting there listening and they, decided that she's 100% positive. Like, oh, you're full of shit. And also, you're 22 or whatever. Well, that's kind you're of at what... Least happy about that, right? That she thought you were young. Well, that's the thing is when people decide that they hate someone uh, that they don't know it's like and it's the same exact reason why I don't talk to my brother because he had like a scary explosion at me basically saying that I was this or that type of person because he had decided I fit this archetype archetype of women that he doesn't like because he's an incel yeah. and so he was like and peep women like you and bitches like you and, the, and he's like listing attributes that aren't even true of me but uh. he's just decided to put like my name and face make me the name and face of that which he's decided he hates right and i that's what the reviewer did on my podcast was like they assumed i was a particular type of young woman it seemed to think that like i was like this like you know wannabe like youtuber i don't know like 22 year old something i'm just like you don't fucking know me yeah. you don't fucking know me and my friend jay mayo uh, left a very nice comment that was like you know that's the joy of you know pouring your heart out uh on a podcast is that you can then have people shit all over it but like you know it's I forget what he said. It was very nice. Because ultimately, like, I, it was a turning point for me in that I used to be really sensitive to negative reviews and uh -huh. be like, this person doesn't know me. They're wrong. They don't know what they're talking about. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, this, like, hate actually has nothing to do with me. Right. Because they don't know – they don't know who the fuck I am. And I they thought they made some really good points. Fuck off. <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like they don't yeah, yeah. they don't know who I am so this hate has nothing to do with me and I, I no longer have this like impulse but like to 
to be under, understood. Yeah. I think I've always, my whole life, had this, like, compulsion to wish people understood me because I've always been a little bit of an oddball. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to be understood. And now I'm like, well, you know what? Listen, if you don't even know me and you don't like me, then that's not an insult to me. Right. Because your dislike is of something that has, is unrelated. So fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Are, it, are you giving me money? Fuck No, then fuck off. There you are go. you giving me money? Then come here, daddy. Oh, mm. my God. What? It's just, it's just lame as all. That's, that's all. <laughs> what? I said it's just lame as all. But anyway, uh, yeah, it would be, obviously, I, I guess I care. I think you can't help but care a little bit. It's unfortunate. You would rather, like, well, I would a rather fan, not. obviously, but. What, what, it, but I, it didn't hurt me the way that right. previous ones did. I don't like to see it affect my ratings, but like my, I have enough ratings now that yeah. like the negative ones don't really caught like caught if I, mm. one negative one doesn't affect my score, I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So what you're saying is that was the worst thing that happened all year. No. Yeah. Fuck off. Um. Yeah, I think it will be nice to end this year just because it's, it, it is a turning point where you can at least go, okay, clean slate. I think that's why people do like New Year's resolutions and stuff. They're like, all right, I fucked that year up. Okay, back to the drawing board. Yeah, I guess. But like to me, like none of that ever makes any sense when people are like, oh, I'll start my diet on Monday or, okay, I'll have my New Year's resolutions. Like I'll say, I'm like, why are you fucking waiting? Like create, you know, create incremental changes. And so the idea of this, like, I understand that it's a symbolism. That's what it is to people. It's a symbolism of a fresh start, which is why we're looking at a giant vagina that was part of a rebirthing uh, experience art installation that I did (laughs) because like I was, you know, I was raised, uh, super Christian and, and I was baptized twice because we are different types of Christian. Um, and so, and they do that in like, there's certain therapists who do like rebirthing exercises. And I understand that for some people that symbolism or whatever, um, it soothes them psychologically. And so they're like, all right, 2021 new year, it's going to be different. And I'm like, it's to me, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all every day rolls over into the next, um, and and you you baby step your way to the top. I don't get people that have completely negative attitudes about it though, where they're like, yeah, now it's the time where everybody gets a gym membership and nobody fucking, and then two weeks later they stop. It's like, yeah, or they keep going. Some people, if it's what gives them the kick in the ass, the jumpstart to do the things, I think some there's a percentage of people who do it. Yes, I, uh, a lot of people make some empty promises to themselves, but... Yeah, well, that's the thing, is it's like, if you really want to do it, why are you waiting, I guess is sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so... Th- th- I, th- I guess that's mainly my point, is so that when you wait for this false, I don't know new beginning right how serious are you about it um instead of just starting whenever where wherever yeah, you fuck should you're at. you should mm-hmm. um that's why i didn't go all right well it's october i got i got three more months where i can why get sober now 
It's not December. It's, well, yeah, because yeah, I've known people who are like that, yeah. who are like, oh, well, you know, I'll wait till dry January. And I'm like, you're a fucking disaster right now. You, yeah, you're going to yeah. keep doing this for four more months? Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Or like, yeah, I've known people who have like literally like they just starting from like Halloween they eat whatever the fuck they want every single day until the end of the year because they're like, oh, I'll turn it around in January. Yeah. And I'm like, how about you just like, I don't know, do like, I, I think it's really normal for people to, to do a cheat day. Uh-huh. So like you're good six days and then one day you get a little naughty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of going, oh, no, f- I'm going full hedonism for yeah. three months. But that January 1st, it all starts because now you have three months of daily behavioral patterns yeah. to break. And so that's my main thing is yeah. it's like don't go all into the dark side because you're training yourself Okay, if you're getting shit-faced every single day, it's going to be a lot harder to quit drinking than if you're getting drunk on Fridays. Yeah, that's why. That's I, just you just do things that too are that are maybe more manageable. Mm-hmm. Like I, so uh, it's been mentioned before that I have a sweet tooth that Sydney thinks is out of control and all this, uh, and I th- I think to a degree too. But um, so I was like, oh, that would be if I was going to do like a a New Year's resolution. But I'm like. But what would it be? I was like, no, I'm just going to try to have less. Do whatever my bad habits are, try to curtail them yeah. and, until uh, uh, hopefully they're they're all gone, you know? Yeah, because you're setting behavioral patterns. You don't become a new person just because it's a new week or a new month or a new year. You know what I mean? It, it takes a, a repeated discipline to like – change your program behavior so um because i used to when i i was a really bad bulimic for like over a decade and i would binge and purge and then be like okay you know what i'm just gonna get it all out of my system tonight i'm gonna eat all of my binge foods and i'm never gonna do this ever again so i'm gonna eat pizza and mac and cheese and nachos and del taco and four pints of ice cream and blah 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 and i would eat like insane amounts. Like you're making me hungry. And and I but I go, okay, but then never again, never again. And right. I kept finding myself like digging deeper and deeper in because every time I, I like let myself go there like full force thinking I'll get it out of my system. What I was doing was training myself to do it again. Yeah. It's just like because when you work out like you don't go from ru- never running to running 10 miles, right? You got to like train yourself a little bit, a little bit, and a little right. bit. And bad yeah. behaviors like that too. So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think a little bit uh, with food, it is. it can be kind of like a chasing the dragon kind of thing too because I'll be like, like I'll have this one really good um, experience at a place and I'm like, and maybe it had little to do with the food. Maybe it was the company that mm-hmm. I had or whatever. But then I'll go back and have the exact same thing. And I'm like, I don't know. It just didn't hit that way. And then I'll go back and repeatedly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's just kind of the law of diminishing returns. So I, that's, I'm almost happy sometimes when I go somewhere and eat something decadent, but it doesn't like completely mm-hmm. like give me that, that uh, fucking food gasm whatever you yeah, cuz you go okay I don't have to worry about this being a thing. Yeah, yeah that's kind of how I qu- I didn't quit fast food but I really I, I you know me I almost never have fast food, right? 
It's because it, I just kept having negative experiences. Yeah, that's why I used to be a Del Taco person. That was the only fast food I ate. And sometimes when I would binge eat, I'd get like two large fries at Del Taco, which for people who don't live somewhere where there's a Del Taco, a large fry is like a 44-ounce cup full of French fries. And I would <laughs> eat two of those. Um, but I just, I think, yeah, the past like six times that I went to Del Taco, it was like just yucky. It was just whatever. And yeah. so now it's not even like this thing. You know what I mean? I do still love Del Taco. It is one of the only fast food chains I'll still, I still like have a, a craving for often. I don't go. I've never seen you eat Del Taco since we've been together. And I feel like if you'd eaten it like five times in the past two years, like I have, yeah. you'd be like, oh, never mind. Yeah, I think if I have had it, it's been when you've brought it home or something. Um, but I do I do love it. I haven't had You like your memories. It ain't that anymore. Yeah. It's like seeing Mariah Carey now. She ain't what she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. You're no. like, I love Mariah. <laughs> yeah. Heartbreaker got the best of No, me. it's around Christmas, so you got to do that. I didn't want to be predictable. <laughs> That's not my favorite Mariah. Um, it's a good Christmas as far as Christmas jams go. That's a good one. Yeah, but you see her do it live now, and you go, "Ain't nah. what it used to be." It ain't what it used hey, to be. Yeah, that old song, the old Gray Mary, <laughs> just ain't what it used to be. <laughs> old Gray Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, where are we at time wise? Eh, we're at forty nine minutes oh, and okay. nineteen seconds. All right. So the thing about Taco Bell is, <laughs> fuck, man, I had a real love affair with Del Ta or uh, Taco Bell. It was like just such a staple of my childhood mm -hmm. that it was just like ever for it seems like forever i'd at least gone there like once a month yeah and just every time just disappointed <laughs> like sometimes you go all right that was pretty fucking good it just seems like it's kind of inconsistent for me and then especially now uh because of covid like they got rid of half their fucking menu so i was like you're done to me. You're dead to me. McDonald's, yeah. same. De they've been dead to me for years, way longer than Taco They're Bell. nice inside now, though. Uh, McDonald's are. Yeah. Um, My friend and I have been collecting these McDonald's toys. <laughs> it's so not important. Um, and um, so, like, I had been in a McDonald's, like, more recently because I was. they did, like, a release of all their best toys from the past 25 years and so I went in one to get uh, a toy and I was like what the fuck this is nice and now that my friend and I have been collecting these toys we've been going to every McDonald's near us and both of us are like yeah they're nice now they're bougie I'm gonna start going when when they open their dining room back up because it's yeah. grab and go now COVID am I right uh -huh. um but when they open the dining room back up that might be where I go to edit podcasts yeah. Our friend Ben does it at Olive Garden, but I think I might do it at McDonald's. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been. That would be a trip. I would actually like to go just because, again, like I live near where I've always lived all my life. So yeah. I used to go there a lot. Um, so I'd like to go in just to be like memory. Well, they started a push like uh, over 10 years ago to redesign them to make them more like a quote unquote Starbucks. They wanted to be more of a third space where people would want to hang out inside because people had stopped 
hanging out inside of McDonald's is because before they were like for kids they had a play place whatever they were the bright colors and that kind of went away and so they did this push to make them a quote-unquote third space and um I think it was McDonald's that also like brought in I don't know I can't remember like an Isaac Mizrahi type designer to like consult on new uniforms because they wanted their employees who are all teenagers they wanted them to feel cool in their uniforms and maybe wear them out like after work like go out after work but keep the uniform on basically to build like prestige uh-huh. like uh, yeah i mean they they know who butters their bread they're trying they're marketing to young people in urban communities uh-huh. and so anyways mcdonald's are really nice inside now yeah i've i've been to one in kansas that had like a a fireplace and, and everything. It was really nice. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the, f- this is the nicest thing in Kansas. I think that I see, <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Yeah. Other than my favorite diner that is in Wichita, the doodah diner, the, the McDonald's, I think it was in like Hayes or something. It, it was like the nicest McDonald's I've ever been. Yeah. In. And other than that, nothing in that fucking state. Um, so, so, yeah, um, we should probably start watching some Christmas movies again. I feel like uh, we had fun doing that last year, right? Yeah, but we watched them all. No, there's plenty more. All right. Yeah, I, there, I have a few. that I still haven't seen um, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I don't know that I want to podcast about that. I'm just yeah, saying that it. it's one of those movies I want to knock off my list. Um, and I have to show you The Ref with Dennis Leary. <laughs> Uh, and Kevin Spacey, the great and honorable Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, so other than that, this was just kind of a catch-up. I didn't really plan a whole lot out for this. It was just Sydney had time, and I had to grab her while she had time. Yeah. So just got her in here to talk about... Queen's Gambit. I was like, Queen's Gambit, that's enough for an hour, right? Uh, no, no. We'll talk about Queen's Gambit in the Doodah Diner. Come on. Sydney, yeah, 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 crush. yeah. Yeah, We'll talk about Queen's Gambit, how much we love Queen's Gambit and how much we hate Kansas. And we'll fill in the blanks on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach will say uh, women should uh, not be, be seen in our fucking piece of shit i didn't mean it like that I uh, just well that, that was a for, that's what they call Freudian slip so yeah um but if you're thinking oh i should write him and tell him what i think just remember i'm you should not be heard from so <laughs> <laughs> um anyway i uh, hope you have a holly jolly christmas hopefully um we'll have another episode before then but if we don't have a holly jolly christmas and a merry new year bye